0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to Mostly Film, your one-stop chaotic shop for all things in the world of cinema. I am one of your hosts, Jonathan McQuorter, joined by my beautiful co-host JP payton Hey, what's up? uh Disappointment. disappointment Oh yeah, for a plethora of levels. Yeah. Why is that? My fantasy football team right before I pulled in here was point one points ahead with like five minutes to go, yeah. and my team had the ball, and I was like, oh, I'm, I would lock this up. I ended up losing by three.
1: It's gut wrenching. It it's is. not. It's not so often that. Uh, it's not often awesome. you lose with 147 points either. Yeah. And I still lost. Yeah. It's not, it's not so often that a close game would also be the most, the highest scoring game. I mm-hmm. think collectively you'll scored over 300 points, which yeah. is pretty insane. And I scored
0: like 140 last week too. My team is bo- booming. I yeah. just came across the team that was booming the most this week mm. freaking because Justin Jefferson and freaking T. Higgins. Day. Yeah. It was a bummer. That is one. Two, it's National Cheeseburger Day <laughs> while we're recording yeah. this Monday, September 18th. And the cheeseburger I got from McDonald's on the south side, on the south side, first mistake, I asked for it plain with just cheese and it had pickle, onion and ketchup on there. Yes. Which I could live with the onion, but I do not like the ketchup and pickle. That was a real bummer. And then thirdly, what I'm disappointed in right now is you, James. Why? you didn't watch any movies this week i didn't No, i'm well, i kept waiting to see because sometimes there's always like a sneaky one you get to log
1: it's the top of the pod and you know is so when we talk about life how we've been whatever what's been going on well for jp life's been pretty hard you know just life's been happening and you know stuff okay. came up stuff stuff came up around around the time where i would normally take the time to watch a movie that isn't the other movies that we watch which we you know Look ahead to Thursday's episode. We're doing three movies instead of two. Mm-hmm. So, Which I you know, watched in one day. Yeah, good for you. It was great. Good for you. Um, but I just didn't get to it. And you know what? I didn't have any guilt about it. That's okay. Yeah, it doesn't mean I didn't watch I didn't play anything. Starfield this week. Yeah. Not once. I played a lot of Boulders Gate. Had a See, moment. I had a moment where um Cause you know, you do a lot of quick saving, I would say like just yeah, quick saves, save your life, save your lives, unless you fill up your save slots. Oh, you got to delete the oldest one. First. I, I, yeah. I realized that, but yeah. I went through a purging cause I didn't want to have to deal with it mm-hmm. for a while. And, uh, I think I deleted too many at one time and the game kept crashing on me, which made me think you have to start all the way over. I have to start all <laughs> the way over. So I did a, I did a full reboot. Oh, did you? Like, deleted you the game. You did start over. Well, I didn't. No, no. I oh. deleted the game, cleared okay. my cache, reinstalled, yeah. and we were good. Okay, that's we're good. good. Yeah. I, ch- I checked before you got here. <laughs> I was like, man, that would be bad times. <laughs> I had logged oh. almost 40 hours. Yeah. So...
0: Yeah. i say I'm at 39.2. Yeah.
1: And, I'm uh, I'm not even 20% through the game.
0: Oh, yeah. Me neither. I barely touched. I've done one main mission in Starfield, wow. so... Great times. So, but yeah, I actually, I watched my three Nick Cage movies in yeah. one sitting. Then... I watched three more movies. Good for you, man. For this week. Some and, interesting ones. Yeah. Some old Sundance ones that I missed that are popping out now. And then I also watched um, Caught Up on Ahsoka, which, oh my gosh, can't we yep. talk about that? And then my daughter loves a little I Am Group show on Disney Plus. We've already we watched the first season a bunch of times, but the new season's out. So cute. Awesome. So cute. I think I memorized all the episodes. My daughter knows what order they come in, <laughs> what's next. Which yeah. We love the I Am Group well, show.
1: Before we get into what we've been watching which for me is nothing i guess i can hit on some tv that i've been watching since you know we get that over with what
0: um, yeah what did you I, what did you watch so wait wait um, i've been sitting here while you're talking trying yeah. to figure out what story i needed to open with oh god so when i got home this afternoon my daughter my, my, my wife was doing some spray tanning so yeah. I, I was with violet we were outside playing and as toddlers do um they pick things up and sometimes quickly put them in their mouth you just got to either sweep the mouth or ask that you, they spit them out, which yeah. probably let's over two now. So she, she listens. She's a good listener. So I saw her pick something up, and you, you know how our house, we have those, like, uh, even though we put mulch down the back, so those little, like, pebbles, the yes. brown yeah. landscaping pebbles, whatever. It looks like she picked one of those up and put it in her mouth, which that's not the first time. Normally I say spit it out, and she does, or I sweep her mouth. She doesn't, she knows not to swallow. She's never She's swallowed
1: scu- She doesn't, like, poke them up her nose? Nope, just okay. sometimes she'll go... Oop.
0: And before you do it, like I reached down because we we weren't over by the rocks. We were over by the grass, but I reached down. She reached down and she picked something up and before I could react, I saw the color of it. She pops it in her mouth, said, Violet, spit it out right now with my dad voice. That's not my dad voice. I can't recreate it. Outside at your house though. Yeah. Many things. So she spits out two pieces of something. At first, I thought they were was a wild mushroom or something, which I was like, those can be very poisonous, but thankfully she didn't swallow, so probably didn't ingest enough to cause an issue. Well, um, am in hindsight, I'm glad it was not a wild mushroom. That's what it was.
1: Oh, tater tot.
0: No, that's chicken. That's chicken. Oh, I, mean, <laughs> I was either way. Confuzzled though. I was like, <laughs> where did we find this random piece of? You saw a it small. It's like looks like a piece of popcorn chicken cut yeah. in half. Why was this in the front yard? Yeah. And why did Violet pick it up? Why? Did it look so pristine? Why was it, why did it smell like fried chicken? Why? I had so many questions. Did so, she have diaper nuggets? I know. So I thought maybe she spit it up, but no, she didn't. It wouldn't be whole like that. Yeah. So the first thing I did, I called Garrett. Dad. I was like, hey, Garrett, um, <laughs> I, I need, mean, I have a dad question. He's like, well, I was like what's the worst thing Lorelei has put in her mouth? And he's like, a toothpaste cap. I was like what about yard chicken? He's like, what? <laughs> I was like, I was outside I d- told him the whole story, like I just told you, and he yeah. goes, wow, did you, <laughs> he goes, did you at least try it too? I was like, no, Violet's made her choices. <laughs> I was like, she's in the Lord ha- Lord's been, hands Have you now. been
1: praying for manna from the Lord in <laughs> the sure. form of chicken nuggets? It was cold fried chicken, so it wouldn't be oh, exactly yeah. preferred. Yeah.
0: Uh, and he's like, I'm sure she, she didn't swallow, I'm sure she's gonna be fine. It's like, okay, you're right. So I called Kyle. Another dad, yeah? Yes, and yeah. Kyle was like, you know. Well oh Gary said she eats bugs sometimes too.
1: Oh yeah. But yeah. bugs are yeah, protein. yeah.
0: Basic yeah. proteins. Exactly. So unless you unless you eat a poisonous one, I guess. But yeah. it, Kyle's like, No, I mean, you know, Ryan eats you know, not as now Ryan's a couple few years older than mm-hmm. Violet. But she's like, Yeah, Ryan put stuff in her mouth. But yeah, never yard chicken. He was confuzzled too by the yard chicken. And then lastly I called Tanner. And well, I tried to call Tanner earlier, but he he said he called me back. He did. Yeah. And uh I when I asked him, I said, What's the weirdest thing that either Emmett or Callan have put in their mouth? And he's like well, I mean, that's a really long list. I don't really know. That's a really you know. long list. So he was also very confused. We were all very confused by the yard chicken. Just, yes. Right before I came over here, because I, then I sent them the video, because Tanner's like, well, I need to see this yard chicken. Yeah. Because I don't know if I believe you kind of thing. I was like, yes. well, I'm too crazy to make up. But I tend to be dramatic, you know? Yeah. So I sent the picture. I had to go find where I threw it in the grass <laughs> and find the yard chicken. Found it. Sent it to him. Smelled it on camera. And, you know, we were very
1: confused. Absolutely. Well, I'm still confused. When I was telling Abby Where'd about it. where the chicken come it, from? Well,
0: I was a little scared, actually, to tell Abby about it. Oh, definitely. Right? And Abby's just like. Listen. She, Abby is just like, yeah. I, I understand. How do you know? I mean, no, 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 no. Oh, you understand what you're saying. No, I'm saying when I told Abby about the yard chicken, she's like, and? I was like, what do you mean, And she goes, I'll show you. I forgot. She sent me this message today. Oh, they had a picnic with Chick fil A chicken nuggets. Okay. So totally she totally just... slipped my mind six hours later. <laughs> and when now, granted, I guess she, th- Abby says she threw a piece of chicken. Yeah. Well, yeah. that was that piece of chicken she found she later. Just went and that's back why for she was it. like, oh, hey, yeah, there's my chicken. Yeah. So she didn't miss a beat. And she was like, oh, not irritated with me. She was like, yeah, we had a picnic and she threw chicken over there.
1: Like, how am I supposed to know that six hours to be, later? I mean, in no disrespect, that's the most chill response I would ever expect, Abby, to have about your. You know, a yeah, child I, I, eating something out of the yard. I know. I like, mean, when you were telling this story, like, I instantly went to the hive of spiders that you have living in your front yard, which getting, we don't talk about, but... Yeah. It is something... Our front porch It is, is something straight out of Tolkien. It's, like, it's these because are, it's spooky
0: season. They know. No. They build their nest in spooky season. It's like you're entering the gates of Gehenna. And they're not... The thing is, too, they're not... Even poisonous spiders. They're just oh, orb weavers. They're orb weavers. What? That's the name of
1: the spider. They're orb weaving spiders, and you, man. You've also got massive wolf spiders as well, which wolf spiders aren't they're good, but Yeah, they eat the brown recluses. But they're massive. I don't if see they're those that out there. big, if they're that big, what in the world? How many are they eating? They're feasting
0: big? up there. I obviously. Well, good news for you. Our pressure wash guy Yeah. is coming. And they, they all go away in the winter anyway. Yeah. Um, so we're getting close to that now. Uh, the back porch is already dying off drastically. Front porch, there's a lot up there. But Russ, my pressure wash guy, is coming mm-hmm. at the end of this week or first of next week to pressure wash the front and the back, and he gets rid that of all of them, them. And he does a spray too, so they'll be gone for the rest till okay. next spring. All right. And I think we're gonna do a spider deterrent. Yeah. So anyway, that was the chicken nugget story. That was and it. I, but I, I lead because I was scared. Yeah. I was very worried, and that's when I told Garrett, you know, and he's like, "Did well? You tried the chicken nugget then, didn't you?" I'm like, no. Violet made her bad choice. Yes. I do not have to follow a turn. I just did the responsible thing and reported it. Yeah. So.
1: Wow. Anyway, that's what it. Now story. we can get to the,
0: your TV show. <laughs> uh,
1: Yeah. I mean, it's not as exciting as that. But <laughs> I did. Uh, I did watch the season finale of Foundation, which is crazy, I think, because I heard it really like it picked started.
0: up because I've seen a bunch of people saying the Foundation is like the best sci-fi thing to ever come out on TV. In not film. In classic.
1: TV. Yes. In classic. Foundation fashion, it uh, it picked up, it ramped up. I mean, like from the beginning of, uh, I'd say that back. The penultimate episode was really good, left you on a cliffhanger, which they normally don't really do. Yeah, um, they keep very, they keep, they keep a lot of stuff out in the open, but a lot, a lot of stuff revealed. I won't get into because I know you'll watch it at some point. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, uh, season finale was just really good. Um, I'm still not sold on this season. Um, felt like uh, me and Caitlin were talking about it. Caitlin, watch it. Oh, Caitlin loves okay. it. Is this um, based? Are they following like, I know they're based on it's, novels. It's on a book. Yes. Just I think it's book? just one novel. Okay. I didn't know this was like um, book two or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's It's obvious that we're getting to the point in a in a book where there are so many different plot lines happening and they're trying to kind of like weave all this stuff together. Um, and so there's a little bit of confusion. Um, and yeah, it's just uh, there. There are certain characters that they're obviously not investing time in because they don't mm-hmm. matter. And it's Jared it's, Harris, one of them. I hope not. Who's that? What the professor? Oh, Selden Yeah, Seldon. Oh no, he's he's good. He's yeah. Okay, that's all I care. He's yeah, my yeah, favorite. yeah, yeah. No, you're good. Is it um,
0: him and Empire?
1: Or Oh, dude. Then those are Lee Pace, Lee Pace in this season is... is Emmy, from, he's going to get an Emmy? From, no, but from beginning to end, like, he is... Nude. No. But he is 11 all the way up. That's good. But I hear he is nude. Yeah, there's one scene. Just one? I thought this was, like, opening the season scene,
0: of Lee Pace's butt.
1: No, he, like, in the show, so if you're not familiar with Foundation, there is this, the, the big bad in this whole series that we are led to believe to this point is Empire which is a cloned version of this Emperor from long ago that has three versions of himself living at one time they're called Dusk Day Dawn Dusk Day Dawn, younger average age, older like Bo is Yes, and Lee Pace is the middle, so he's like in his 30s to 40s at any time and so um, yeah, Lee Pace, yeah, this day is very just He's just kind of unhinged. Um, very, I'm here for it. I can't yeah. wait to watch it because I've been waiting for
0: all these shows
1: that yeah. justify all those to hit their full... Yeah, Justify's done. Yeah. Foundation is done. Um, I'm trying to think what else has come out recently that that Winning Time, which you didn't nah, really get into that, which it was just that. announced today. Winning Time is canceled. Um, this last season was... Or last episode, which was this past week, um, was the finale. Kind of threw everybody off because... You know, I think it was relatively liked, but HBO and the writer's strike and all that stuff, they just uh, decided prematurely that they were just going to go ahead and call it quits with everything kind of looming. So it's probably the right call. But Adrian Brody in that series, it's oh, freaking amazing. Maybe,
0: maybe one day watch it. but You don't, don't have to. Know, probably not, though. For yeah. Me. If Will Ferrell played Jerry Buss like it was originally supposed to, I would have been
1: John C. Pretty. Riley as Jerry Buss, I know. though.
0: It was originally Will Ferrell.
1: I know which yeah anyways um so what have you been watching
0: you want to do that trailer roundup
1: oh dude we haven't even done trailer roundup no, no. i'm sorry you were, no, that's no. why
0: that's why you looked at me when
1: i said when i've been watching because well, i totally fine. forgot no, it's about it's fine
0: because you only have one thing yeah so i'm just gonna let you go ahead and do that no and then we'll go into the trailer roundup
1: why don't why don't you why don't you hit us off with some trailers okay
0: we had a few this week um Shockingly, I was kind of here for most of these actually. Um, because it was kind of light. But first one is the big one, and that is Nicolas Cage's Butcher's Crossing. Um, I said it gives me pig vibes. JP not so much on that train. Mm-mm. But it's the cinematography though of this film reminds me of like the revenant meets pig. And it feels like it's at least going to look beautiful and that there was budget sunk into this, which coming off the three Nicolas Cage movies that we just saw. It's a change of pace for some, but Nick Cage is on a kind of a resurgence I, anyway, so he's going to be able to get a bunch of these bigger films. But it is a saving film.
1: Yeah i I don't I don't get that vibe. Really? I don't get the vibe that this is a super high high budget see, film. I'm going to look and see what, um, it, what it is. Yeah, you, yeah. I IMBD should give it to you. Um, it it I do get Revenant vibes, um, but the whole pig aspect to it um, only. If anything, only because um, Cage plays a character who is kind of reserved, got a lot going on mentally, and we're kind of left to um, wonder what his motives are mm-hmm. and everything. You get a bald Nick Cage. Too Very the, bald. Yeah, yeah, that's honestly, honestly, this movie kind of reminded me of um, Mobland oh no i still haven't seen that um and which if you watch the trailer seems interesting like a three star and then you watch it and there are obvious flaws to it um whether it's the plot script you know budget yeah yeah actually like actual like performances from from actors um I don't know who the uh, you got the uh, cast pulled up. Yeah, and Thomas Hayden Church,
0: which I love, Thomas Hayden Church is discussing Butcher's Crossing at something. So I'm very confused why he is doing that.
1: Thomas, uh, he is the uh, who's Thomas Hayden Church. Why does that sound familiar? He's a, he's an actor. Um, is he the? Um, is he's he not the in cari- the film. Oh, Mm-mm. that's why I'm super confused. Is he? Is he a producer?
0: don't know. Uh, I'm going to, have to go to Letterboxd because t- IMBDs want me to pay for <laughs> something to look at any further stuff. I didn't know that it was like that on the web browser. Yeah. Uh, I feel like you're going to no, know. The reason I re- equate it to Pig, I don't think this is going to be a cagey performance. Um, oh, yeah. Letterbox is not kind. Is it already out? 3.1's not bad uh, for a Nick Cage film.
1: Yeah, but a, a- all
0: right. Wow. Yeah, I don't see anything here why William Hayden Church would be involved in this at all. Yeah, why he's hyping it up. Uh, Gabe Polsky, the director, has done a bunch of films I've not seen, except he did produce another Nicolas Cage movie called Bad Lieutenant with Eva Mendes. Hmm. Um, but the the description of this film is Nature judges like a God all men that come to her in the eighteen seventies. A young Har- Harvard Dropout seeks his destiny out west by trying his fate to team of uh fate to a team of Buffalo hunters led by a man named Miller. Together they embark on a harrowing journey, risking life insanity. Um and Nicholas Cage is your main main guy. Uh, gotcha. Here we go. So Matt Naglea, who I typically like, he's he's a little tougher on movies than you and I are. Yeah. Um he does next best picture uh podcast like okay. He's yeah. the main letterbox guy. He gave it two and a half stars. Um said it's a really good cage performance at the center and has a haunting score. And the shoot is brutal.
1: Uh, like in a good way. Yeah. Like, a, uh, like a revenant. That's where you get your kind of revenant feel.
0: But uh, he said that the messaging is really muddled and, um, it's a little plotting. Okay. So, yeah. So maybe like that's, an, un
1: a slow burn with no payoff. Is how yes. I look at that. No, that, and that honestly, watching that trailer, that's kind of like what my worry would be is, yeah. I think it's obvious that you're getting a, a pretty extreme cage, mm-hmm. um, which some of the other views I was glancing over kind of is the same vibe. Um, you get a glimpse of that towards the end of the trailer if you watch it. Because he starts um, to unravel as the trailer yeah, goes. Yeah, he's yeah. He's obsessed with hunting buffalo, and yeah, it's it looks pretty intense. So I'm convinced that all Nicolas Cage movies from 2010 on are an anthology. Listen, I can't... I kind of can't, I can't wait to get into some cage on Me Thursday. Neither. Thursday's episode is going to be a great time. I can't wait. It's the gambit for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. All what right. else we got next? Our next
0: one is Miranda's victim. Um. This is a based on a true story film based on the ruling that gave us the Miranda rights. This is an Abigail Breslin, Luke Wilson, Donald Sutherland, <sighs> Andy Garcia, and Ryan Felipe film. Um. It's just a court procedural um lawyers you got ryan Felipe going up against luke wilson luke wilson who's defending abigail breslin who is miranda uh, we all know what the miranda rights are what they read you before you're arrested blah blah blah. so this is the origin of that um and i think it looks good um there's not much to explain i mean it is what it is it's a high profile supreme court kind of case um yeah. about the miranda rights and i it's just going to be the biggest part's going to be luke Wilson going uh battling court with um, Ryan Felipe. Yeah. Ryan Felipe is the kind of hot shot smooth talking explosive kind of guy. Luke Wilson is the more methodical um research oriented but you know grounded lawyer. So you have good versus bad there and they'll you know I, I think it'll be good. I don't think it's going to be great but I it, there's enough there for me to want to see uh Miranda's ro- victim. What about you? Um, I couldn't really read you when you were watching this trailer.
1: I love a court procedural uh i'll be honest i'm kind of an idiot and did not put together that oh yeah this is about the miranda rights you till, literally said it till over halfway through Oh, i thought you meant just yeah, now it, it, no i'm just saying it took me too oh, long yeah. it took me too long to figure out what was going on which therein kind of says i'm gonna have a hard time figuring mm-hmm. out what the point is
0: so you can have court procedural off topic but yeah. on topic did you watch suits when it was on usa no it's all on netflix now uh, you yeah, should watch it
1: it's been it's been a thing for a minute i now. watched
0: it all when it was on tv though me and yeah. my dad both watched suits my dad quit watching it because it got real raunchy <laughs> but, uh, yeah well, for, if, <laughs> yes yeah ahead. but we when you watch it if you watch it gabriel mocks who plays the main guy can remember his name now yeah um he should totally play batman <laughs> at least bruce wayne yeah he's the best bruce wayne i've ever seen Anyway, that's it. Okay. Um, the next film uh, is Aquaman, The Lost Kingdom. It's funny we're even discussing this because a week ago, I meant to put it on the news for last week, there was some scuttlebutt going around that uh, they had lost, similar to Toy Story 2, someone lost the digital file, the Toy Story 2, close to release date, and yeah. a lady had to save it. Um, that Aquaman, The Lost Kingdom, because it's been forever since they updated it. Like We're like a couple months out from release and we still not yeah. have got a trailer at all. Yeah. That, there was this, all this stuff leaking that they had lost
1: the copy to quote unquote lost. It. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it, it led to people being like, yeah, they, they're just tanking. They're just scrapping this movie because it's so bad. Um, but that all turned out to be nothing. The trailer is here or so we, well, at least we think it's turned out to be nothing. The trailer's here with the release date still in tow. Um, this is the sequel to Aquaman, uh, lost kingdom or whatever it was called. Uh, fallen kingdom. I think it's Fallen kingdom. um, obviously you got Jason Momoa and Jason Patrick and, uh, what's the guy who plays? I can't remember the guy who plays Black Manta. Raising Candyman and that stuff too, but I yeah. can't remember his name. Uh, with Nicole Kidman and I know Amber Heard is in this film somewhere, but I, I agree with you. She, they probably bring her in long enough to kill her off. Yeah. So, it actually didn't look as bad as I anticipated it, but the CGI is so bad in parts of the trailer that it does make me just be like, wow, this is going to look ugly. It's rough. Especially yeah. That part where they knocked down that bridge. Yes. That's <laughs> thought. I was like, that is, I meant to say something out loud, but I think we just both mentally were like, wow, that yeah. sucks. Um, but after watching the flash, which I didn't hate the movie, but the uh, CGI was so bad in it that this looks a little better. So I just, hopefully it's good, I love superhero movies. I go see all the superhero movies. Um, so I'll watch it, uh, but my expectations are very tempered. Awesome.
1: I will probably not watch Aquaman: The Lost Kingdom. Do you watch any of the DC movies? Um, or are you just waiting for the reboot? I yes, I'm the type of person when I know there's no point in something. Well, I'm they're not supposed to be keeping Jason Momoa. Will they though? I don't know. I, I think so. They might. Here's here's my issue with the trailer. And again, I never even saw the first Aquaman. That's fine. Yeah, and I've heard it's you know. Yes, the same way. Um it, DC, it felt like a DC casting of like, oh, we need our Chris Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. Like that cheeky character mm-hmm. that is kind of this dumb buff. Well, good thing with James Burr, he can yeah. get Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> he could, yeah. He, I mean, yeah. Um but yeah, Aquaman, I don't I don't really care. And the Amber Heard thing is so minor considering mm-hmm. oh, yeah. everything else that's going on with DC. Yeah. Um,
0: the only DC project that matters right now is Robert Pattinson. Whatever they're doing with him is Batman. Batman those yeah. are great. So other than that, and I'll watch the Penguin. Was
1: wasn't there something rumored about like a uh, Dick Grayson?
0: I don't know. There's a For lot the of DC Batman. rumors, but or
1: maybe know. it was Robert Pattinson had like made made a comment in an interview of like if he does the Batman, if they were to like he he wants to have a Joker, he wants to have a young not Joker, he wants to have a young Robin um, like Jason Todd or um. Dick Grayson, like a Dick Grayson. Okay. So like a younger, um, because the Jason Dick Todd, Gra- the Dick Grayson one is the one that That turns into he, Nightwing. But he adopts him though. Yes. He basically becomes his son. Jason Todd. I'm always way more interested in the Jason
0: Todd one because oh, yeah, typically Jason Hood, Todd turns into Red Hood. Red Hood is. And that would be top tier. Yeah. yeah. So I, I would love a Robert Pattinson. Did you watch Red Titans, Red the TV show? Yeah. Not like live
1: action or animated. The most recent live HBO, HBO, HBO. No, I didn't. It was decent. Um, there was a lot of potential. And it was kind of like a grittier, I mean, it's saying (laughs) something considering Snyder, but yeah, yeah, it's compared to, compared to like Gotham and everything. Yes. It was, it was, it was surprisingly grittier than (laughs) that. No, I remember seeing it, that and Doom Patrol both. And yeah, Doom Patrol, it was, I mean, Doom Patrol and, and that show uh, Titans ended up having crossovers,
0: but I never did better than the CW crossovers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But uh, no, it looks fine. Uh, You know, it looks more than fine, but also not as good as I thought it would be is The Wonderful World of Henry Sugar. What? Really? Yeah, I thought Benedict Cumberbatch, actually, and I love Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. I thought something about him seemed forced. So, and maybe that's purposeful. We'll have to see when it comes out, but I just thought him, it felt like this was like a, just dream casting for Wes Anderson. Yeah. He put him in there and it just, felt like he didn't fit. It felt like he was trying to fit in the world of Wes Anderson rather than just fitting. Like Ralph Fiennes and Edward Norton and Adrian Brody. Those people just fit. Uh, Jason yeah. Schwartz. I feel like Benedict Cumberbatch or even like I thought Margot Robbie even for the brief scene she was in and like Tom uh, Tom Hanks. Like, uh-huh. I thought they just fit. Uh, something about Benedict Cumberbatch watching this what 45 second minute trailer for all of them. The anthology we're going to get later this month. I thought he just felt
1: forced into the world of <laughs> Wes Anderson, but I, I will hold out hope. I told you the minute it was over is like this feels like a return to Budapest, mm-hmm. like the storytelling style, the uh, setup, the even like the, um, like the type of characters that he's he's portraying. Which mm-hmm. I forget the novel, the short stories that these are based off of. Ronald but Dahl, right? Ronald Dahl, yeah, yeah, or Robert Dahl. Ronald, Ronald. Okay. Um, I think, I think overall this is just Wes Anderson. Personified, yeah, and the Cumberbatch. Like, I, I get what you're saying we don't get a lot of him in it.
0: No, I think he's more of the narrator for the no, first and the last, didn't he? I don't he's think. It. I don't think he's a narrator. Wait, is he Henry
1: Sugar? He is Henry Sugar. Oh, so it's about his life. Is yes. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. I think this feels more like a um, Bill Murray type casting, which yeah. Bill Murray is in almost every um, until he got a uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, till you get got, got. till you get got, um, everybody getting got. So yeah. don't get got. So Especially, yeah. just don't. We'll, we'll don't talk do. about people who get got. So. Yeah. So we're just gonna leave it that. Um, just don't do it. Just don't do it. Yeah. Wait. Yeah.
0: I feel like we were endorsing it. getting. No. Got. Don't. Don't. Do just it. don't do the
1: things that get you got. Um, Maybe. but Cumberbatch, I think is is gonna perform well in this. Oh, so. I've I, have, I, have I love I have him, all and I've hope. never really seen a role he wasn't good in. So I'm the hopeful. ultimate, the most underrated casting, which is. To say something because he's in one of the best movies of Wes Anderson is Ralph Fiennes. No, oh, yeah, like, absolutely. I'm ready to rewatch oh. the menu. It's about that time. Yeah. I almost put it on a spooky list, but yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> we got one more. One more. Our uh, week of pods before October.
0: I think I know what I want us to do this last month. This last week. <sighs> okay. Oh wait, do we have one more or two more? Yeah, I think it's. No, we have two more before October. All right. Whatever this one is. And then the 25th. Yeah, we have two more. We'll do... Two more
1: movies. And then we're on October.
0: Yeah, but we have two more not horror weeks. This one won't be horror, horror heavy. We have the 18th, which is today. Yeah. And we'll choose what we're going to watch for this next week, which will go into the 25th. And the 25th, that'll lead up to our spooky movie to kick off October, can be... So we'll do something a little spooky light. And then we'll really amp it up on the 25th. And then this after the 25th, live producing for yeah, you people. Then after the 25th, like on that October 2nd, then we get horror.
1: All right. Whatever.
0: But anyway, um, yeah, I'm here for this. We're definitely the, I'm very excited that we're hitting this in like a week.
1: Next week. Yeah. I'll be ready for some Wes Anderson after this horror stuff. So it's fine.
0: Yeah. Uh, Goosebumps uh, is the last one i said And the reason I put it on here is the series actually on Disney Plus and Hulu. Uh,
1: Justin Long led I put it on I, there because it's spooky. I actually think this is a Disney Plus series. It is. But yeah, since it's...
0: I put Yeah, I just... I, normally we don't do series unless it's just like, one, like whoa. But no, I put but this on I here because it's spooky. But I was
1: more surprised that this was like a Disney Plus production oh, type of thing. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because, because it's it is, Nickelodeon. Because it is like... Well, I think Nickelodeon had the rights for so long. Paramount yeah. or yeah. whatever had the rights for it for so I just long. I they did have the R.L. Stein. stuff. Yeah
0: because um, the one that came out with Jack Black wasn't Disney either
1: well I think it's like I think it became like public uh, domain yes public domain oh, okay um, possibly I mean I could obviously google this really quick yeah, but I'm not, I'm not, not worried going about to. it either one of these days we'll have like an actual mic stand to where I can use both my hands mm-hmm. and like type and look for stuff and it'll be a I keep telling Garrett when we bring
0: mostly focus back that's yeah. when I invest so anyway we'll see but no um, the Justin Long leg goosebumps on Disney Plus looks very okay I see some potential, but I see a lot of Riverdale, and I don't want Riverdale. Oh no! I see. I I mean, higher quality, but going into the same the stuff that makes Riverdale and that kind of stuff so good, they get caught up in like the drama that doesn't make like. So, what makes Goosebumps good is the jumps, not the jump scares, but like the jumps, the thrills, the creepies. It seems to be it's it's uh,
1: kid light. Yeah, it's kid kid light. This seems to be uh, a lot of Lovecraft.
0: Yeah, and this seems to be more high school drama yeah. with that on the side, which that's not Goosebumps. That's not even what the Goosebumps was when we were kids. Like mm, It was kid stuff. Yeah, this, this just seems like
1: I'm going to like 20% of it a lot and hate the other 80%. So, I think the target audience on this is not clearly defined. I think and it's so tweens. It's, it, it's too broad, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, it's not so. going to be for the
0: people who liked Goosebumps growing up and it's not for kids either. It's going to be that like weird Riverdale type people.
1: Mm, yeah. I don't know. I think I this think, is their Riverdale. Uh, my biggest takeaway from this I'm not going to watch this, but my biggest takeaway was, um, all, uh, Jeremy, nope, long, Justin, Justin long. Um, this doesn't feel like a great performance from him. feels like, uh, feels like a casting post barbarian. Yep. I thought I was going to say that and Tusk
0: Um, and something else. He's been in a few different spookies over the last five, six years. And so Tusk is older than that now. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that brings us to another trailer roundup, which brings me to what we, as in me, have been watching, um, which I honestly wasn't going to watch anything. I thought I was just gonna play Starfield, but I was like, you know what? I've only been watching like one movie a week besides the ones that are required. I want to watch some movies this week. Um, and something to also offset the spookies. So I watched three films we have previously discussed on um the podcast. Maybe and not theater. The Yeah. We've watched I'm sure. No, <laughs> we did three.
1: We did Theater, we did theater Camp in our
0: trailer roundup. Okay, yeah. So I watched uh, Jules, Elemental, and Theater Camp. So I'll start with Jules. Um, this is a Ben Kingsley led film. Uh, we discussed not too too long ago, um, a few weeks ago, I guess maybe. Um Ben Kingsley, Harriet, Sampson, Harris, Jane Curtin, and um I really don't know a lot of the people who are in this film besides Ben Kingsley oh the daughter
1: was uh, in succession it's the first uh, it's like was her big breakout role Zoe Winters yes Zoe Winters she is great oh was she Jeremy Strong's Uh, uh, no ex-fiancé or whatever no with a kid no she was later on She's later on in the series, which Would you, you wouldn't know from? because you have not even gotten to it yet. No, because Abby's abandoned it, which is good for me because that means you I can, can just go back yeah, and binge it. But you won't because uh, but this is directed think it's by boring. Mark
0: Turtle um, who's produced a bunch of bangers like Little Miss Sunshine, The Farewell, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Safety Not Guaranteed, Our Idiot Brother, Away We Go, Everything Is Illuminated, which I love all of those films, and those are just the ones off the top. Um what else? Well, that's really about it because then you go into the rest of it and I don't know them. Um, but Little Miss Sunshine alone, you got my attention. I, I love Little Miss Sunshine. Um, so this is one of his directing. I, he's got another couple movies, but I don't know them. And they're short... One's a short film. Anyway, so uh, Jules, just a brief Letterbox synopsis is, You won't believe what just crashed into Milton's Azaleas. A flying saucer lands in the backyard of an elderly suburbanite with memory problems who forms a bond with the sacred alien or the scared alien inside. Um so just a little backstory for that to fill that. That's the very bare bones plot of the film. Um, Ben Kingsley is an 84 year old man, um, who lives on his own, who, uh, you learn through his daughter, uh, is showing signs of early dem- Alzheimer's or dementia. I'm not really sure what the differences between those. Um, but memory, severe memory loss, like the daughter comes in and well. like, he's got, she's going to get his medicine for him. Like, daily but what old people medicine don't know what it is not for that and there's like green beans a can of green beans in his medicine cabinet or the newspapers in the freezer you know just little signs like that not necessarily like him blanking on who she is but just little things like that um, and then he goes every morning or once a week to the city hall where they do suggestions and he says the same suggestions every time Same um, thing with a couple of these other ladies that also take a big part in the film and, um, so when an, an alien saucer literally crashes into his backyard, um, you know, the, he goes and tells people, cause that's just how he is. He's at the grocery, he goes to the council hall that next day. And he's like, um, goes through his same things, but more rushed than normal. He's like, and also there's an alien saucer that just crashed into my azaleas. And, um, everybody's like, excuse me. Like he said, he said something different for the first time in like 15 years. Um, but you know everybody just kind of writes it off, and they call his daughter and is like, "Hey, uh, your dad's over here telling people that an alien's crashed into his backyard or an alien saucer." So a couple of days passed. Uh, he walks outside, and the alien is now there's an alien out of the ship, and it's like passed out close to his step. So he puts a blanket over it and leaves it a cup of water, which gives it a little bit of life. And he goes to the store, uh, or he gives it you know after he realizes it gets some life, he then brings it a sandwich. Uh, a bunch of apples and some spaghetti and lets it choose which one it wants to eat. And it chooses the apples and eats all the apples. So Milton goes to the grocery store and buys just a balls ton of apples. And the gro- grocery guy's like, hey, Milton, because everybody knows him. It's like a small town like Benton, Kentucky or something like that. Like, hey, Milton, why are you getting all these apples? He goes, well, an alien has crashed to my backyard and ruined my azaleas. And now he uh, only eats apples. And he's like, haha, it's funny. He goes, I'm not joking. Yeah, you know, I'm serious. So he also sees his daughter the store clerk and tells him like hey you know your dad's telling people there's an alien so this is now twice so she sets him up and um goes gets him into this like hey need to go to your doctor for your checkup and it's really a alzheimer's doctor i don't know and yeah. he gets real mad because he fails all the tests and you know he, he's come to grips that he's also losing his mind uh yeah. in the process he brings uh what's her name i don't or what her actress name is, uh, Harriet Sampson Harris, who plays Sandy. Over, yeah, she sees the alien, freaks out, obviously, but then grows to love him. Um, because her daughters, a big theme of these things, these older people are in their seventies and eighties, and like every life is passing them by, moving on from them. Um, and this alien is giving them like a new lease at life, and a new look at a child, and stuff like that, kind of letting them get one more glory day. And then the nosy neighbor Joyce Jane Curtin also finds the alien. Um, and they have to like kind of keep her quiet, but then she grows to love the alien. So now you have this. Old dude and his two broads now that are with him, and everybody's like, wow, what's going on with Milton? Um, And they come up with this plan because now the government is obviously all there's all those TV stuff saying, oh, weather balloons crashed, oh, satellites crashed now, please, blah, blah, blah. So there's like the government agency looming the whole time trying to find this saucer. So towards the end of the film, um, what is her name? Sandy, Um, a guy tries to rob her like miles away, and the alien sees it because he's he it's the first time we see the alien have like uses alien powers yeah and he's like normally light blue but then he turns like blue blue like Kentucky blue because he's he he's like miles away sitting in the house in Ben Kingsley's house and he makes the dude's head explode and pop off his head to save her life from oh. this like young mugger I was trying to say her uh they realize that and there's some weird stuff that happens like he has to have like seven cat dead cats to fuel his ship and like they have to bring him all these dead cats and it's kind of funny how, okay. cause people are following him trying to figure it out. Um, and you know, the alien eventually leaves or doesn't leave. I'm not going to spoil the ending. And you know, um, Ben Kingsley and the ladies have a choice. Do they want to stay on earth and kind of let go of the crap that they're having to deal with and start a new life in space or yep. stay on earth? So it's a, it was pretty good. I, I really, really waver between three and three and a half. I settled on three. Yeah. Um that but that is good. Like I'm trying to redefine like three stars for me is a good film. I don't need to rewatch it though. Like it's a good now if Abby's like, hey, I want to watch something super light and you know
1: something that you can play on your phone the entire yes. time you're watching. Yeah, yeah
0: that this would be one of those, and I could still passively watch it and chuckle a couple times, yeah. you know. Um it was a it was a good film. You might like this film. Yeah. It's
1: but I, I can't just say you gotta watch this. But it was good. It, it was I, good. It was good. Very definition of good. I was interested in this movie mm-hmm. uh, when we saw the trailer originally, uh, but honestly, n- nothing really kept my attention for the interview or from the, from you. No. And that's the, I mean, that's a, that's a bare bones version,
0: but it's very, very to the point. I mean, if that does not get you, you're not really going to love yeah. much of the movie. So um, another film I watched um, was theater camp. So this was another one that I settled at three stars, but <sighs> I actually had it at three and a half star for a full day and then I'll change it to three the next day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, And I am definitely the wrong target for this film, first of all. I'm not the target audience. Um, I'll read this. The only person I know that's seen this with Dawson and he was pretty high on it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the brief description you only fit in by acting out after the indomitable and beloved founder of a scrappy theater camp in upstate New York falls into a coma. The eccentric staff must band together with her clueless crypto bro son to keep the thespian paradise afloat. Uh, so this is a Molly Gordon, Ben Platt, Jimmy Tatro, Noah Galvin, and, uh, Patty Harrison and Ao a debris uh, yeah. debris. What's yeah. it, uh, the girl from the bear? Um, led film. There's a lot of other like, little small cameos in it. Um, but it's exactly what it is. There's, there's this founder, um, what is her name? Joan. a played by Amy Sedaris, which would have been so much better if she was in it more because she's a great actress. She's only in it for like five minutes at the beginning. Um, but she's like this, the times are passing by It's set current day and everybody's like, the arts are dying. Um, like that kind of arts. Like just plays and theater, improv, like Broadway, teaching high schoolers and middle schoolers, young kids, how to do Broadway kind of plays, you know? Um, and Joan founded this camp that's always facing foreclosure, 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 because it's just not, all it is is camp stuff, like, or like play stuff, and like teaching you acting classes, and all that kind of stuff. Dancing, how, you know, just plays, like theater, yeah. I don't know. It's theater um, camp. Yeah, theater camp, literally it's theater camp. Um, and all year they go through recruiting people through the United States, like kids, like young child stars, like th- through like high school plays, and middle school plays, and elementary school plays. Um, to come to their camp and so that's how they thrive every year um, then they do these big productions for there's a three week camp or a four week camp and then on the final week they do um, the productions and that's how they make their money the parents pay whatever blah 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 um, well the lady falls into a coma the day before camp and it's like filmed like a Documentary. It's not, well, it's not filmed like a documentary, but there's these little slideshows in between different parts of the film where it says, you know, we were going to do this, but because of Joan's coma, we've now got to have to follow her son, Jimmy Tatcher. So it's like a documentaries crew. Yes. It's filming it, but it's not filmed like The Office or something. It's filmed like a film. So yeah. it's, I wish they would have done one or the other if they were going to have it be. It's not like a roaming camera, like, yes, type of. But if they're going to have the roaming camera type of slides in there, I wish they would have done a more of the office style vibe to it but to, to where throw. you actually have
1: interviews and whatnot or
0: just like some more little pov moments or something because there were a lot of times where it would have been okay nice but that's just a little small nitpick for me sure um so ben platt um he and um molly gordon which who play amos and rebecca they're your main two like they've grew up going to the camp now they're like the main two leaders of the camp both try to go to juilliard um but have really just found their purpose in teaching. Yeah. You come to find out later that, uh, the girl, Rebecca, what did I say her name was? Yeah. Rebecca, Diane had a huge yeah, crush Gord. on Amos, yeah. uh, for a long time, but he came out as gay. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. Kind of crushed her, but they did everything else together. And like, there's this tension between them. You come to find out that she, they both went to Juilliard together and the audition went so bad. And that's how you're led to believe for both of them. But really, hers went really well. And they actually offered her a spot at Juilliard, but she didn't go because she didn't want to hurt his feelings so bad. She, she turned down like a once in a lifetime opportunity to be, to, you know, take care of her best friend. Yeah. Um, and there's just this underlying tension the whole time with those two, but those are like the two holding the camp together. You have Jimmy Tatro, who's, <laughs> uh, uh, Joan's son. Yeah. He is your influencer. Like they say, crypto bro. bro. He very much is always just, he is very much like they were talking about the difference between a straight play and a musical play. And he's like, well, which one's, which one's the gay play? You know, he's like that kind of guy. Like he, he is me when it comes to theater stuff. Like, sure. Yeah. Um, (laughs) so I, I really thought his character was funny at first, then he kind of got on my nerves because, not not because of how he acted, just because I know, I knew how that plot arc was going to go 10 minutes in. Totally. It was going to be crypto bro, make bad decisions, tank the camp, make come back, make it work and do the right thing yeah. and it saves the camp. Sure enough, that was his whole plot line. You know that in 10 minutes. There's nothing not predictable about this film except for, uh, what's her name in the bear? Because I'm just going to call her that. Uh, Ayo? No, what's her name in the bear?
1: Oh, shoot. Why'd you have to ask me that?
0: and. Why Whatever. did you have to ask me that? I don't know. Anyway, Ao, she's not in it enough. She's super underutilized because yeah. she is funny she's when she's hilarious. on screen. So she lied she's, about her resume, and yeah. Jimmy Tatro fired half the teachers there to cut cost and hired one person to cut teach all the other teacher stuff. Yeah, and she applied and lied out on a resume about everything. She's like some like college dropout that know anything about anything, and she like <laughs> has to teach all these theater classes. She was funny, but she's only in it for like maybe ten minutes total. But oh. she she was really good. Um, but as a whole, it, it was just, you know, very predictable. I, once again, I'm not the target audience for this. I don't care yeah. about plays and theater outside of just like I appreciate them, but I don't care about them. Um, it, it was fine. It was fine. The acting was all good. The stage production was good. But I found the plot just super, 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 super bland, super predictable. Nothing surprising. Nothing, um, nothing reinvented the wheel none of the performances I saw were just like, Oh my gosh, that was amazing. Um, I thought everything about this movie was just fine to good. Um, I was three and a half stars for a few days, lowered it to three. And then the more and more I think about it, I could probably go now to two and a half stars, but I'm going to leave it at three just because I think a huge part of the rating for me wanting to lower just, I did not mesh with the film. And that's because I am not the target audience for the film. Um, it is also a very very and this is going to my mostly focused stuff my Christian side very very like pro trans pro gay very affirming very very affirming and like to me a little child when I say grooming I don't mean like a pedophile kind of way, it's not what I mean but very much like putting the boys in drag and having like sure just stuff like that that you know I just watch and I'm like come on that that is a me thing yeah. that bugs me a little bit in whatever yeah. you do um so all of that combined, I just wasn't. But I get that's a theater thing, and I am not a theater person, so that is not my world. I do not belong in that world. Sure. So that all of that just didn't mesh with me fully. So I I was interested in this just because you would, probably, you would like it more than yeah, I would. Yeah, like I probably plays, would. that stuff doesn't bother you quite as much as it does me.
1: Um, the like how it's shot and everything, I probably would think opposite of you mm-hmm. probably. It kind of has like a home home video feel to it, like After Sun. No, not like the actual like, like you're watching it through a home video, but mm-hmm. there are just certain lenses that like the like the actual like how they edit it to look warmer or. I don't think uh, that's in there. The, I'm telling you, no. I you're you're, I, I'm not. I think there's an element to this that that feels more home video like. To where it's not it felt like, like tick, a poor man's version of Tick Tick Boom yeah but it's not a compliment okay point, point being this this feels more like a documentary style movie I think it was supposed to feel that way yeah you, you should watch it I will you will like it the more cast than I did. though the point I was trying to get to though um, is the the cast Molly Gordon absolutely amazing um, also just came off the uh, this most recent season with the bear mm. um, she's amazing Jimmy T- uh, Tatro though is someone that I I don't know how I feel because <laughs> how you kind of said you felt about his just like his character's performance is how I view him as an actor. Same. It, it's really hard to know what you get from him. I feel you like You get he, the same thing every be, film. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, and it works for him. Yeah.
0: But, um. Yeah, as a whole, a. it was just fine.
1: Um. Ao though is like one of the more like promising because um, I mean she's been directing more yeah. too Um, so I think this movie would have been great if you had more Janet yeah that's her character yeah, so I will I will probably give it a watch one day and uh, yeah, it's a good yeah. I think
0: this is a good rainy like rainy afternoon kind of film and that's when I watched it actually, so it was it was good. I, like I said, I'm all over the place, two and a half to three and a half stars somewhere in that in that range. So, um, the last film I watched is Elemental. Um, so I finally watched it. I, Abby wanted me to wait to watch it with her, um, and man, I loved it. I loved Elemental. Uh, I gave it four stars. Highest rated film I watched uh, this week um, for what what I've been watching. Um, I'm just going to read the review or the synopsis, but everybody by now knows what Elemental is. Um, Opposites react. In a city where fire, water, land, and air residents live together, a fire young woman and a go-with-the-flow guy will discover something elemental. How much they have in common. What a terrible thought somebody was being punny description that is. A go-with-the-flow guy. I hate that. That makes me want to vomit. Yeah. What a terrible, terrible description. Anyway, it's got a 3.3 on Letterbox. I gave it a four. I'm actually, I'm going to go look right now. Abby did not like this movie as much as I did, which is... That's surprising. Very surprising. Let's see. Abby Mac. There she is. She gave Elemental... Oh, she hasn't rated it yet. Last thing she rated was <laughs> Alien 3 Stars, which is ridiculous. Um... But no, I, I really thought Elemental was great. I thought the voice acting was fantastic uh, from a bunch of people. I don't actually know. So your main main leads are uh, Ember and Wade Ripple. Ember Lumen and Wade Wade Ripple as the fire and the water. Um, voiced by Leah Lewis and um, Mamadou Athi. Uh, I don't know how to really... I'm probably butchering that. Um, and then... Trying to think of any other... Catherine O'Hara is in this. Um, she plays uh, Brooke Ripple, who plays Wade's mom. Other than that, I don't know any of the other names. So, it is exactly what it is. It's like uh, Inside Out meets Ralph Breaks the Internet meets... Uh, there's another one. You know, Abby just talked about it. Oh, meets Zootopia meets Osmosis Jones. It's like all of those things had a baby and boom elemental is here. It is very much, um, just to get the uh, political parts out of the way, it is very, very much and very, very on the nose, a interracial love story. Uh, like a analogy yeah. for interracial love story and also uh like um um uh, biases towards like immigrants and stuff like that uh like make I think of like what's going on with the border crisis and stuff like that is very heavy-handed um in its tone but it's okay like it didn't bother me as bad it's, as I thought it would
1: it's the type of story in a message that isn't. Controversial per se. No, exactly. Like, it, maybe that's what it is. It, I mean it's like, just it's not, not trying to be controversial, but it is too on the nose of like, hey, this is what we're trying to say. I instead think instead of it's a, I think yeah. go ahead. Instead of giving a complex or convincing like story mm-hmm. about how these dynamics can affect a relationship. It's yeah. it's just like hey, this is what it's like sometimes for people. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought it well, I thought it was good. I thought it was done well. I thought it was done tasteful. Like I said,
0: it was yeah. heavy handed, but I think you have to be with the subject matter to make it work. Yeah. Um. And this is the animation. It's a t- Pixar movie. The animation is gorgeous. It really? looks really? Yeah, I thought good. it was really good, good for an animated. I mean, it's a Disney Pixar movie. It looks really good. I mean that that doesn't have the weight that it used to. No, but this one looks really good. But at the same time, it doesn't like. <sighs> what was it? Turning red last year. Yes this looks better than turning red because it feels different. It, it feels like I said, it feels more Zootopia inside out, uh, which are to me better animated films than turning red. Just not, not, not in terms of context of what the film's about, just about the animation yeah. style. Um, and this film felt better to watch looks better to watch. Um, the story was relatable because we live it, um, in, in a lot of different ways. It's very relevant. Yeah. Um, I thought it was very heartfelt and touching um, I actually teared up two different times during the film, got choked up at the very end. Really good. Abby even said the ending kind of swayed her a little bit. The yeah. ending was very good. Um, I definitely want to see some more of the world of elemental city explored. I thought what they did with some of the physics stuff, um, was pretty cheeky and clever. Um, yeah, as a whole, I mean, it's not, it's not hard to talk about an animated movie. Uh it's a love story, water and fire mixing together. Um, it's really good. I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna have kids because what does water and fire make? Like vapor. So how are you gonna have a vapor child? I'm not sure how that works. But um, it was good. I think everybody should watch Elemental. If you're a Disney fan and you like Disney Pixar stuff, I think you'll I think there's a lot to enjoy for yeah. Elemental. So Caitlin will probably definitely enjoy that. Movie. That's probably true. So uh, last guy. That's all the films I watched. Last two things. And I'm just gonna briefly talk about them. Ahsoka. I'm caught up on Ahsoka. And oh my gosh do you know
1: I'm sure you've seen some
0: things I mean I know
1: know Anakin makes a return Hayden
0: Christensen not only makes a return he makes a triumphant return like a whole episode's worth I thought when he first came on screen it was just gonna be a teaser like yeah he's only in it for a minute or two no bros in it for the whole thing and they they they, I haven't seen all of Rebels I haven't seen all of Clone Wars but I've seen a lot of each Mm -hmm. um he they they, they trance back live action versions of rebels they do live action version of uh or like allude to live action versions of rebels yeah. they go back to the clone wars um and Hayden Christensen is like got his hair cut to fit the anakin of the CV series like it was so good i don't go any spoilers like but it is so good like yeah. it's not just fan service it's fan service done right like not just for fan service sake like it actually played a narrative point in the f- show yeah and it just goes to show that the prequels Hayden Christensen was the right choice. He was just it was a bad script. Yeah. And bad. Always, like,
1: always was. Uh, We've re- talked about this. I know. we,
0: we yeah. You we can go back and listen to our first what 12 episodes. We yeah. talk about all the Star Wars films. Um, yeah. Just a bad script and Hayden Christensen is redeeming himself even though he didn't really need to. Um, I very much enjoyed the I love the season of Ahsoka as a whole. It's one of the best things Disney uh, Star Wars has come out of the Star Wars universe in a long time. Um, and then this has just got me over the moon excited um, for what, for the next couple episodes. Lastly is the I Am Groot uh, little five-minute shorts on Disney+. Plus. The second season just dropped. And me and my daughter just watched them. They're little five-minute ones. You can watch... I think there's five seasons or five episodes each season. So 10 episodes. Um, so you can spend about an hour. I think it's like 50-something minutes total uh, watching all 10. It's a perfect time time killer but something she actually loves and laughs out loud every time we watch it um there's some great bradley cooper rocket raccoon moments nice. in these as well uh, that are littered in but as a whole they're just so clever the animation's gorgeous and i could just watch a full season like not five minute episodes just little i am groot adventures um if you haven't i'm telling you to you should watch them they're very cute very Maybe. funny so it makes me just it makes me it gives me faith in the marvel stuff sometimes because it's just and at the very end of the last one which is so sad. At the very end of season two, it said special thanks to James Gunn. I was like, ah, yeah, this is his last probably Marvel stamp. I didn't even think about him being involved in these, but, so, it was good. They're fun. They're fun. Uh, That's all I've been watching. That brings us to the news. Uh, I want you to kick us off on a bummer of a note for the first two.
1: I gotta pull it back up because I had, was looking at some other things. Wow. You know who
0: also has been looking at things? Oh, not
1: anymore. He's going to be looking at a cell wall. Danny, uh, Danny Masterson. He's going to be looking at that in some time. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, in prison. That seventy show uh, star, Danny Masterson, um, was accused of rape. No, um, just accused. He, he was, was convicted. Accused. He was accused for a long time. Uh, case during really the height of COVID it was going on. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it was just recently he was sentenced to, I think, over 30 years yep. uh, in prison. And, you know... Uh, the rape of four women, obviously, Bad. for someone to speak out takes a lot of courage. And you know, um, when people speak out, there are those that dispute it, and those that disputed it happen to be um, co-stars Ashton <laughs> and Mila, um, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, Kunis. or Mila, and, Kut- uh, Mila Kutcher. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it's a it's a weird situation because. Whenever it first came out, they were very vocal and saying, you know, this person is... Yeah, they wrote a they penned a letter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then they had to do an apology video. Yes. And then that backfired. And then they had to step down.
0: Because um, I, I don't think Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis... I think it's just a genuine <laughs> friend that got caught up in the moment trying to yeah. defend their friend that they knew for years. And they actually... I can't remember what it was called,
1: but they're actually like founders and presidents of a child. Yes. Uh, Ashton Kutcher is like a he's a, a founder leader. of yes. And like anti sexual tra- uh, sex trafficking. Yeah. I think was the. Was and the, they
0: stepped down because of that. And uh, wow. was it the right move? Probably not. I mean, it seems like a drastic step. I get it for optics purposes, but it seems like a drastic step. So, yeah, Danny Mad- Masterson, 30 plus years in prison. Uh, who's. who? Whoa. to fall fall back Uh, who else is probably going to spend a very long time in prison probably longer than Danny Masterson is Russell Brand yeah no Russell Brand that was bad that was my worst accent ever listen oh my gosh our senior salesman he's an older guy oh
1: this better not be controversial he's in his no 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 it's Scottish (laughs) Australian so it's
0: not not going to be anything oh yeah they don't have feelings not not like (laughs) when we did that video a few weeks ago I said they're like well what accents can we do I said don't do Mexican don't do uh Indian don't yeah. do a black person and don't do it was one more oh gay so just don't do those four things if you cannot do those four things any other Russian- wait is this a new video that you no, no, this was for a while back when we were like this uh, okay. was weeks ago we did I said those are the those are the four accents you don't need
1: to do yes for everything those-
0: else is pretty much free game yeah yeah um because Russians <laughs> Brits Scottish Australian they don't care Borat you can do a Borat impression or whatever Sure. Yeah, they don't care. Yeah. But those other ones, they get you in trouble. Okay. <laughs> oh, and I said no Chinese too. Yes. That was the other one. There was a little more. Five. Yes. The big five. Don't do those. Anyway, Um. so I called Todd. I don't care his name. I called him. Um. He's an older guy. He's our. He's my, a little older than my parents. He's like 60. And um, I was like, I, uh, uh, hello, Mr. Solomon. I ordered a full Maverick from you. Uh, he's like, oh, I'm sorry. What's your name? I was like, oh, I'm Teddy McIntosh. And we talked for like 10 minutes. I was getting all these confirmation numbers. He's like, well, I don't have anything for you. I'm sorry. And I was like, you know, I'm doing it in my whole accent. I was like, well, how do you not remember me? He's like, oh, okay. And you know, I, I was like, you know, I was in there on March 18th, 2023, made up a date. And I was like, you know, I'm short, four foot eleven, bald, red hair in the back. He goes, excuse me? And I said it all again. He goes, I just don't remember you. I was like, this is the Todd. And I said his last name. I said, that's, you know, tall, deep voice, cute curly hair. And he's like, You <laughs> gotta remember he was born and raised in March. He's like, What? Yeah. I was like, listen, I'm a proud, how do you not remember me? I'm a proud gay man in Paducah. I mean, how do you not know this? He handled it like a champ, man. And then, I, you know, this is about a fifteen-minute phone call. I kept him on the line. Finally, I hang up and I go out there, and Todd's just all worked up, like, "Who is Teddy McIntosh?" Uh, Could not figure. He got his brother involved, or finance manager. They're going around asking like our general manager all these questions, and I'm like, "What's going on?" So he explains it to me, and I was like, "Well, what did his voice sound like?" And I did, I did Teddy McIntosh. Oh he goes, gosh. "Just like that," and I was like. Oh wow, that's weird! And I was like, "Well, what did he say?" And he told me, he was "Like, oh man, I had a guy call me named Teddy McIntosh last week. To, I kept him stringing along for another thirty minutes. Finally, admitted it was me. It was great times. So, anyway, totally off subject. Um, so Russell Brand's been accused of sexual assault and abuse by four different women, including one who was sixteen. Yeah. Um, Russell Brand's gonna go to jail for a very long time.
1: Yeah, I was I was reading a little bit on this, and he in the video or. uh that he released kind of explaining it all um, kind of explains that a lot of these allegations, like if they were true, like, you know, yeah. And we're he, in the he discovery lived, phase. Yes. Right now. He lived a life that he says he's been very open about, wrote a book about whatever to where it was one that anything could happen. And he's been tried to be very open about that. But, these allegations everything he says are just not true he feels like they're a targeted attack on him Um which every good every, or bad right <laughs>
0: or wrong innocent or guilty everybody says that
1: yes there are people that be that you know honestly th- that can benefit from these targeted mm-hmm. you know from not targeting because that's not the right word because there are different scenarios where you know the, these things can be true and the only way to you know, push these things out to the open is with a unified voice on the matter. And so, yeah, it just, it's just kind of how it happens. This if is like I, the first big domino that falls. Well, Danny Masterson was really. Oh, yeah. If but I this, was t- famous, this type of stuff has been happening for know. years, though. I don't know. Bill Cosby.
0: Yeah. Pudding pop, baby. Pudding pop. If I was famous and wasn't married, I'd be a eunuch. I'd ch- cut my dick off because you just never know. By choice. Yeah. You just never know. Because I, I think, think most eunuchs would not be by choice. I'd be yeah purpose purposeful unit you know, unit. You know, I'd you know go get the Abraham special baby. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, it, you know if he's guilty, lock him up. If he's not, justice for Russell Brand.
1: What's your thought? What's your thoughts on Russell
0: Brand? Um, I think I don't think he's current, really f- current allegations out out of. I think he's a fine actor. Fine, not good, not bad. Sometimes bad. Um, he's fine. I like him and get him to the Greek. I like the Infant Sorrow album. I have yeah. it. Um, but as a whole. He gets on my nerves. I don't love his comedy specials, and I don't like this whole new cult leader guru thing he's going to say, on that, for years. That's the thing. The,
1: it's almost like a because he's he's kind of like a. I see a lot of libertarian friends mm-hmm. that I or not not even friends, just people I know associated to. Uh, they're they're big on big on him. Kind of like in that same Joe Rogan camp. Yeah, he's very much a little
0: more a little more liberal than him, but as a whole, he's. Yeah. He's that kind of guy, and I I I don't care one way or the other. I mean, he doesn't affect my
1: world. I'm not devastated either way. (sighs) Honestly, I hope we don't have to talk about this for a while. So, (laughs) no. (laughs) Um,
0: Next one. Keanu Reeves reportedly begged to be uh, killed off, at the definitively killed off at the end of John Wick 4. Uh, The producers responded with, quote, you know, we'll leave a 10% little opening.
1: Yeah, they <laughs> sure did. They did. They left a bigger than ten percent little opening. I think they kept the they kept a toe in the door. Yeah, and now and the and the and the fans kicked the door wide open. Yeah, now John Wick's now Keanu Reeves is probably stuck for six films. Honestly, they're going to have to to retcon Continental. Um, it's the Peacock series coming out. Um, basically, an origin story of the the hotels and and whatnot. And early reviews are not great.
0: I didn't figure um, it would be.
1: Why Why do we have that coming out? We have Parabellum coming out anyway. I mean, I haven't heard anything about that in forever, and I feel like that's been talked about for years. Yeah, at least
0: that one's got a good cast, including Keanu
1: Reeves. I don't know, man. We will see. We will wait and see. Um, but yeah, I am about to watch John Wick 4 again. It's about time. Yeah, it's about time for so, rewatch.
0: Um, that's why I put this in there, because I was literally thinking about watching it this week. Yeah. For this week's episode, I didn't, but I thought about it. I was like, you know what? that's interesting to hear him say that because 10%, they definitely alluded to the fact he's definitely, to me, definitely alive in it. But, uh, anyway, um, we just talked about this a little bit. So it kind of ties in Pixar's elemental drew 26.4 million views in the first five days of streaming. Um, those are very big numbers for any streamer, uh, especially for Disney. Um, and elemental was one of those ones that like, absolutely. We've talked about it a bunch bombed at the box office for like yeah. the first few weeks, almost maybe even first month. And then it had it had hella legs on it. It ended up being one of Pixar's higher grossing films. Um Disney did learn their lesson. They're not going to release another animated film at a film festival. That's what all the but, bad yeah. press started at. Was, yeah. Um, it wasn't Cannes. It was the one before that. I can't remember which one it was. Maybe it was Cannes. What's in between Sundance and Cannes? Can't remember. It was, I was think it was whatever that was. Um but yeah, no, it's, South by Southwest maybe it was somewhere in that some in the early summer. Um, but yeah, uh, elemental crushing it. I, I'm I'm glad to see it. Um, yeah, there's nothing else really for me to add to that. Is there a few? No. Okay. Um, T West, uh, Maxine, his new film will reportedly be a whodunit slasher, which is very interesting to me because T West, if you don't know, he's the director of the now trilogy of, um, uh X, Pearl, and Maxine. Um, all, all Mia Goth led films. Um Pearl, one of my favorite horror films, thriller films, not really a horror film. Um, this is one of my favorite spooky films I've seen. Uh, very, 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 very good. X yeah. is your typical eighties porno slasher kind of film, and yeah. then Maxine. Um, it's not it doesn't surprise me that it's like a slasher because all three are slasher or the first two are slasher-ish. But a whodunit seems a little odd.
1: Well, for, I, you, you're going to take it from a different point of view than probably the other ones where it's... So the way these work, which we will watch the first two for... For sure. For yeah. for this... Uh, unless it comes
0: out this year because they're doing one a year. I think this may come out this year. Uh, I
1: haven't seen anything about it. Because
0: Pearl came out two years ago. Or not two years ago. Maxine came out two years ago. Pearl last year. And then... Dang it. X two years ago. Pearl last year. And that Maxine was supposed to release this year. It was one a year. But... We'll see. Um, if it is a whodunit slasher, the whodunit part just doesn't fit the first two films at all. So I'm curious because do you know anything about the films? Like, do you know Mia <sighs> Goss' character from the first to the no. second? Good. We'll leave that a surprise then.
1: Okay. Uh, because
0: that... I, I you, mean,
1: I have my assumptions. Just, because, just tell me. Well, I mean, it's got to be some kind of like spiritual, like like a, some kind of possession, like ritual type of okay. killing because it's the same person.
0: From X to
1: yes. Pearl to Maxine? Yes.
0: Okay. Good. So you don't know anything about the films? Then. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm going to leave it at that then. <laughs> that's good then. Okay. Uh, so I, I
0: don't want to, then I'm not going to talk about why this doesn't make sense because we will watch these and okay. that's good. Um, Because they tease Maxine in the first film and then it's for Pearl. It's great. Very, very, okay. they very, he definitely wrote all three of these films before he released any of them. Yeah. Uh or like he wrote them all three like probably it a, together. It was a Had fleshed to. out idea. Yes, and it's a very good one. So the who done it part definitely intrigues me, but I love the first two, so I'm I'm going to give it faith here, uh, but the who done it just seems a bit odd, but uh yeah, T West I have Faith and I have faith in Mia Goth cuz she's great in this too. Uh which another film I need to rewatch soon is Infinity Pool. What a great movie.
1: Oh, yeah, what I was thinking great- about that recently. Um it, uh what was a movie that we've watched recently? Probably one from this week. Prisoners of a
0: Ghostland, Color Out of Space, Mandy, or um, Lily's Wonderland. I figured it'd be one of those because Color Out of Space kind of reminded me of Dead dead Reckoning.
1: I don't know why I thought Dead Reckoning.
0: Uh, What is the word I'm thinking of? What did we watch
1: last week? We watched Mandy and what? Um, Speak No Evil. Speak No Evil. Yeah, I don't know what it was me neither. anyways but no i'm excited for the new t west movie um
0: the slasher the Who Done it's got me kind of intrigued uh what's also got me kind of intrigued is a lego avengers special releases on disney plus october 27th um there hasn't been a lot of good marvel stuff come out um i mean i liked walk on to forever and what something else come out since then i there? mean quantum quantumverse yeah i you and i were the weird ones that kind of liked that film okay yeah it's um, fine. there's been something else still to come out since then I mean. Well, Loki comes out soon, and across the Spider Verse doesn't really count as MCU. There's something else that's come out since Ant Man and the Wasp. That I don't remember what it is. Regardless, I don't care. It wasn't.
1: It didn't. It didn't have a lasting impact. No, that's the
0: thing with Marvel. I but the Lego, Lego Avengers. I typically like the Lego stuff. They're funny and cheeky, and they do a lot of fun little Easter eggs. So, and last year we got the uh, Werewolf by Night special around October. Um, so I'm hoping this is a very spooky Lego Avengers. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, I think of like green goblin, hobgoblin kind of stuff. Like some, like maybe some Lego rogues. Yeah, collection. That'd they, be fun.
1: Yeah. They, um, uh, I'm surprised that they're going to do a Lego, uh, Avengers of this. Um, I bet you get the, cause it's cheaper to have them do
0: voice acting than live action appearances. I bet it's still the voice actors. Man, I don't know. Can you imagine the draw of you? They found out Robert Jr. jr's voicing iron man. <laughs> People <sighs> would lose it. um, you have any thoughts on this to give you any sort of anticipation? No, I
1: have very little interest in this.
0: No. Um, We discussed this earlier. We got our first look at Nicolas Cage in Butcher's Crossing, um, a film about the Buffalo Hunters in the Old West in theaters on October 20th. So that's actually coming to theaters October 20th. Um, We discussed what we thought about the film. Specifically, what did you think about Nick Cage in that trailer? I mean, Nick Cage is pretty cagey. Um, See, I didn't get that vibe from. I know you said. I mean, towards the end, maybe a little bit. But yeah, whole, but that's I the thing. Is it, a,
1: that's the thing that makes a cage, cagey. Is mm-hmm. that it's like stewing. It's like a. It's like a pot of. of Nick Cage, stew. you need like
0: a where's the jump for just when Nick Cage jumps out of the jack. Kind in the box. of, yeah. He yeah is basically, like that, a, a cage in a box. Dun, da, yeah. da,
1: da, 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 da. And
0: then it just all of a sudden you have Cage yelling, "My testicle." <laughs> yes we doing terrible Trump impersonations did you get that in color out of space <sighs> yes that's I can't, great we're gonna
1: talk about it can't we're talk about
0: it Thursday and then yeah Willy's Wonderland head shoulders knees and toes okay uh, yeah no I am very excited about this one because his other western he was in earlier this year the old way I think it was one of the first films I watched this year uh, was very just mediocre so this one it looks I think will be better than mediocre I think it'll be good not great, but good. I'm excited for All it. Right. He kind of looks like John Travolta. They should have had him in here to he had exactly. a face-off 2.0. The beard is, I mean, looking pristine. Mm-hmm. That's and good. And yeah, just he's for straight razor-shaven, like, his yeah. head. Yeah, I'm excited for it. What I'm even more excited about, though, is Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio is joining the Criterion
1: Collection. I mean, that's just, like, a mint, like, kiss of just approval that like, like this, hey, is, this is a, this bonafide- is a classic mm-hmm. like it will be with us for the years to come
0: yep so del toro i'm super happy for del toro he's got to be one of the most likable nicest people Absolutely. in Hollywood like if i could make a film of yeah. my own like my own choosing and got to pin a director he he would be a top 3 for me he, for sure
1: he like most recent thing i saw him in cuz he'll do like some some appearances in some shows that Barry perf- appearance I was. I haven't even
0: watched the new season, but I saw that part of oh, the episode.
1: Like he, he's he's Toro. Yeah, I
0: I just love <laughs> he's a, Guillermo del Toro. Like I oh. would want to just if I could have lunch with the director currently right now, it'd be hard for me. I know I'd I want for hug not to want to sit down with del Toro. Like he's just such a good guy. Seems like such a good guy. But yeah, I'm super thrilled. Uh, criterion Collection. I'd have to buy. I'll have to be buying that one. Um. Another film that's probably destined to go to Criterion just based on the, some of the reviews and what the whoa, reviews whoa, are. Whoa, whoa, whoa. serious. Slow I'm down, serious. Bro. I'm slow. telling you, this film, had not like down. as quick as this one, but I think 10, 15 years, I'm telling you, I just, some of the buzz I'm seeing around Richard Linklater's new film, Hitman, has me wondering. Um, it also has Netflix wondering to the point that they spent $20 million to acquire the rights for it. Um yeah. and It's going to release um, some point Later this year, and it's going to have a theatrical release as well. Um, what about those transitions, though?
1: I I mean, you're 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 rolling. I transition the I mean, like, hell out of those. Yeah, you're just kill after kill after kill. Yeah. Um, which I think we'll see a lot of in the Hitman. But yeah, you can also call I, me Bill. I I don't think this will be that level. High. I think this will, this will be a Hollywood movie. Really, but I think this is going to be like an artsy. No, I don't think so. I think it's going to have some art I have not once gotten the vibe that Glenn Powell has the ability to be that type of actor. And so I'm, you know, I I think this will be good. I think I will enjoy it. But this is like comedy, satire almost.
0: But this is the same guy who also directed like Before Sunrise, Before Sunset, Boyhood, Before Midnight, A Scanner Darkly, all like artsy like they're weird but also very artsy films yeah um last flag flying uh bernie super underrated apollo 10 and a half which got on a technicality knocked out of the oscars because really yo, know, it would have won best animated Fe- feature but the yeah. type of animated feature the oscars disqualified sure have you ever seen it i i don't remember oh, this you should totally watch it you also
1: directed school of rock like dazed and confused like listen i'm not i'm not saying it can't have that potential um, no, the, the Netflix news is obviously huge because I was listening to uh, the big picture um, most recently and I mean this was probably it was probably by the end of the week it was the podcast was released yeah. so it was uh, it hadn't been released yet or picked up yet Hitman had not been picked up yet by a studio which is partially why we haven't heard anything about it seen anything about it we will and probably so, very soon now <laughs> yes I'm I'm excited
0: I am too, because we got to get all the fun we need in films this year because next and year listen, and the year after are going to be
1: light. Listen, Glenn Powell, like, you talk, you, you, I, we talk, I think we talked about this last pod, like, he has that movie star yeah. capability to kind of be um, Tom Cruise. Kind of like Robert a Tom Danny Cruise. Jr. Yeah, yeah. That kind of yeah. person, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Did you so, imagine Glenn Powell in a Marvel Yeah. Marvel movie? Absolutely.
0: Especially when, or DC, he'll end up in one of those two with the reboots oh, coming for both. It, yeah. Um, Captain America. I could see him being like a rebooted Captain America or something like that, but who knows? Um, let's see. This is some fun random news. I uh, still kind of ish. Oh, this is true. I had to look at it today because I thought it was a joke. I saw it too. Yeah. A wild bear uh, had been found in Walt Disney World. Had to close ten, ira- ten attractions out in Frontierland. Some bear in Florida literally wandered into Disney World. It's wild. Like, it makes it is literally wild. Was the bear like? In a cage in Disney? No, World? they don't have bears at Disney at uh, Magic Kingdom. That would be Animal Kingdom. I don't even think they have bears in Animal Kingdom, but there are bears in Orlando. So I'm not sure where this bear came from, yeah. and how it got in. It almost seems like it had to have been a prank, because I've I know I've been to Disney enough. I yeah, know let's, how tight let's have a air- prank. Let's
1: just let a bear loose. I, I
0: the way I what I think it would have been a bigger story. It must have been early early hours. Okay or something. I don't know. I haven't read all the details about it, but I just feel like, I just, Disney's so tight on security and stuff like
1: that. I just think this had to have been an inside job. Uh, That's a stretch, man, but you're the Disney bro. I don't, I don't know. Let's write a screenplay. (laughs) Feels like cocaine bear. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Maybe it is cocaine bear. He lives.
0: They found the rest of the Knoxville cocaine. Um,
1: Last just couple be, st- just left. becomes all it just becomes like the lampoons. Like, mm-hmm. where's the bear go? It'd from be, here? It, I'm all in, we'll do it. Christmas vacation, I'll
0: be the new ch- uh, Chevy Chase. Um, last couple stories here. has become the highest grossing biopic of all time, passing Bohemian Rhapsody. It is only like 20 million dollars short of a billion dollars right now, or about 980 million. Absolutely
1: wild for not only a biopic, but a three and a, a half rated- hour.
0: R rated, R rated, -rated.
1: yeah, absolutely insane, Mm -hmm.
0: yeah, and yeah, and not even just that, like it's a, uh, dialogue heavy, like it is dialogue, yeah, Yeah. uh, That's not the word I wasn't trying to say. Dialogue heavy, it's a uh, narrative driven. There it is, yeah, Yeah. narrative driven biopic. It's not Not even like not a a whole lot of action, like Bohemian Rhapsody. Even at least you're entertained by the the musical pieces, and it's exciting and it's fast. There's nothing fast about exciting. Sure, you have your moment. I, I found the whole thing exciting. But there's nothing exciting in that way. Yeah. Um. I also didn't know Bohemian Rhapsody was the highest grossing. Yeah. I think maybe I'd seen that, but we weren't recording then, so we were not. I have not seen it. I wasn't Ever? interested. Oh, it's good. Yeah. I, I really do like it. Yeah. It's it's you should you should give it a go. Yeah. You got to get past the teeth. Yeah. But if you could do that, it's pretty good. I, remember, I
1: like Queen. I, I do love too. Freddie Mercury. I do and too. I. You know, it's just the type of thing I'd rather not watch. I'd rather watch like uh, Stop Making Sense. It's The Talking Heads. Yeah, okay. which it's a documentary. Which though. I guarantee that comes to Maiden mm-hmm. in the future. But it's a documentary. We have though, right?
0: Yeah. It's not like a biopic. It's a documentary biopic. Yeah, but
1: it's still about a band. Not I'd rather really watch I'd fun. rather watch a real documentary about Queen than a biopic about Queen. I don't know,
0: the biopic's really good.
1: Okay.
0: Um Anyway, uh, are you a wrestling guy? We talked about this once before. No, I'm not. Um, but this is huge news. The wrestling They I, do this
1: all the time. Per, they're back back, though, <sighs> apparently. Like, well, they obviously, they can because they were just bought out by UFC. Yeah, huge and merger. so they got real money. Um, the, Rock the Rock comes back all the time. Yep, The Rock and John Cena have both returned to WWE. The John Cena, though. He left. Are you sure that he really came back? Because I saw, I saw a video. Mm-hmm. Of a recent, I think it might have been SmackDown, where they do his intro, and as he really? a wrestling guy, okay. Yeah. Um, but where he they do his intro, and where they see so the music's playing, and the guy's supposed to run out and interact with the crowd, and but you just watching, you're waiting for him to come out. And he never comes out. John Cena. Yes. It's it's the same as the Rock. It's because was that a? did you hear that it was a woman
0: and it was differently like, yeah her voice voicemail it's like indian
1: um but that was weird i think you just caught it a weird inflection in the robot voice um but anyways the whole bit was that john cena didn't come out because you can't see him
0: ha 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 that's good yeah
1: that, that was pretty funny
0: good. um I mean, I don't know. I don't watch wrestling, so I'm not I, sure. I don't care. No, but apparently I did watch the video and wrestling fans were literally crying in the oh, stands and people were very excited for I that. have a
1: lot of people in my life that are wrestling fans and I will try to keep up so I can have a conversation with them about I it. I do not care. I don't care but either.
0: Cassiandro is getting some middling reviews in the general audiences though.
1: Oh yeah, that's a... Uh,
0: it's not to stream yet. At uh, least past why Paul's I've called. looked. Um, last news story.
1: Pre-sales oh. for the... I said Paul
0: Muscal. Cassandra was was the uh, wrestle. Yes, 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 yes. Sorry. Um, pre-sales for Taylor Swift's Eras Tour movie are now at sixty-five million plus. Okay. Um, this was All four right. days ago. Listen, and it's one of the biggest
1: pre-sale figures of box office history. Listen, I'm I'm just gonna I'm I'm, I'm putting this out there. I can't wait. Now, I'm freaking done. I'm done. I'm done with Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. I was telling because Caitlin she's dating this.
0: Travis Kelsey now.
1: No, she's not dating him. They're, they're quote unquote, they're shipping it, but she's, it's, it's, not, cu- it's, cu- it's I learned happening. today something.
0: It's cuffing season, apparently. Yeah. I didn't know what that meant. Yeah. I learned and I learned it from a 40 year old man. He knew what cuffing oh, season yeah. was. I was like, I'm just retired. Or he is too. Yeah. Uh, but I like, it's just like, okay. But yeah, Travis Kelsey is cuffing. Yeah. Um, or Taylor Swift is cuffing. I'm not sure how that works uh, Taylor Swift would be cuffing trying. Travis
1: Because yes, it's fall going into winter. Gotta have wanna, a couple, buddy. Yeah. Um, I'm done. I'm done with Taylor Swift. Why are you done with Taylor the Swift? The overall demand, the Cray fans, the... Which your wife is one of those. Yeah, my wife... And my wife uh, is my one wife of those. My wife claims to be one. My, my wife is not just claim, my wife is one. <laughs> my wife would say that she is,
0: but... My wife has a lyric tattooed on her arm. I Yeah. To live for yep. the hope of it all, which, which she did get it for Violet. Yeah, too, absolutely.
1: So. Uh, but listen, Taylor Swift didn't go through any kind of studio whatever she's like nope I'm gonna go straight to the theaters I'm going to uh, demand that my movies be shown at this time October generally is like a really big month mm-hmm. for the box office a lot of great really, movies come up brilliant <laughs> listen did you know that Exorcist was set for this this release date whatever that, that she had um for uh, for the arrows your cat's loose no
0: bro I keep thinking i seen a cat in the window but
1: yeah the cat would probably be in the window that's what I meant lead, oh, they're yeah. loose no okay there might be like a cat that wanders up on the deck though. it won't okay anyways um I've got <laughs> <laughs> point I'm making is Taylor Swift just went to the theaters went to AMC went to all these other, other places like you're gonna show my movie and it completely altered all these other you know movies plans, Extras has got actually pushed up so that it could have that number one at the box office weekend because Taylor Swift is going to siphon all screens. What
0: we needed to do and I just came up with this right now. I'm not going to see the this Extra movie. Swift.
1: No. No. We should go see the Extra <laughs> Swift. The promotion for that.
0: Yeah, the Extra Swift right now. Good God. That go will get be... it trending right
1: now. The Extra Swift. That I'm not no nope. two things I'm not ever gonna see. Yeah, uh, did you did you know that tomorrow night our
0: wives are going to Taylor Swift trivia night? Yeah, they are. I just remembered that because my wife also has a hair appointment tomorrow. I am with this is a good thing. I'm excited about, but I'm with Violet from daybreak to day down, sundown. (laughs) break to day down.
1: Yes, sun up, sundown.
0: I'm gonna Um, be tired, Dad, tomorrow. Yeah, very tired. I want to see what Garrett's doing tomorrow.
1: You can dad it up. What's
0: Garrett do on Tuesday days?
1: I mean, what is he has church Garrett, stuff what is, on Tuesdays? No, nights, what does he do on any day? No. What hangs Laura.
0: I might go I might try to have a dad day tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know this shit. I'm gonna try to call and have a dad date tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, break up some stuff. Yeah, anyway, they'll they'll have
1: fun on their trivia. It'll be fun.
0: Yeah, they'll have fun trivia and then I know Alexa and Caitlin are going to see the show. Yes, Sh- they will be airs tour. Abby and Mo have tickets to a different night, and she was talking yeah. to Caitlin about I might just go twice.
1: There's tickets available yeah. for running out. I was like, There's apparently this whole uh there's a whole experience that someone's putting Ashley on Starks. downtown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, where it's basically the whole concert going experience that Caitlin has literally spent two different nights making friendship bracelets. Uh, I think she's got like 20 to 25 made. For a booth? No, just to give out to random people. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
0: I'm going to have This Benton, is a I'm gonna freaking have, cult. All right. I'm going to have Benton Ford go get a tent if, out there.
1: If, if Charles Manson was Anything, if, 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 if this is, this just feels real culty. I'm just saying. Oh, I it is get... a cult. I mean, I've been to <sighs> a show. It is a cult.
0: I went to the Reputation Tour in St. Louis. I went to Red. That was before. I mean, Swift I fans agree. were rabid. I then, agree. But ever since 1989. Yeah. It's a whole different. A whole different. whole different and, vibe. And We can say that as passive Swift people. I mean. There's nothing past, not I'm passive. I'm passive. I'm gonna pass it. I I can get down to blank space.
1: There's some there's some songs that come out I'm like that's a banger, okay? I was I was okay with I've probably mentioned this in the pod. I was okay with folklore.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Had Nationals. She had released bon some stuff that I do like. Yeah. But as a whole, it's not for me. Like honestly, we're going to see in 1975 in like three weeks. Yeah. Uh they released their set list. I would I would be way more excited to see Taylor Swift in the nineteen seventy five. Something
1: wrong with you. It's real music.
0: It is real music. I'll give you that. I just don't like the style of it. Yeah. At least with Taylor Swift, I know some of the songs and they're bangers. 1975, it's just like, I can't wait to hear him say, so get, you Muppet. That's the only part I'm really excited about. Um, that's yeah. that's going to be great. Oh, um, but yeah. and Oh, and I'm going to give myself a try. That's it. That's the other one. Yeah. I, I only know a handful in 1975. But, and Maddie Healy isn't even doing Robber's Kiss because he's in a relationship now. Uh. So like, he won't kiss me. I'm very upset. Very upset <laughs> about it. I was convinced I was going to get Robert's kiss and just make Abby so mad. So anyway, that's a, that's that's our last news story, which brings us to the end of uh, this week's episode. Um, So on Thursday, we will be breaking down a Nicholas Cage trifecta of spooky light films. None of these were too spooky for you, right? As a spoiler.
1: (sighs) No, nothing. Willie's Wonderland is like the epitome of what I really don't like in a movie. Scary movie is just the, the obvious jump scare. I didn't get Jumpscare one time in that film. I, I think there are moments where... Maybe with
0: the gymnastic girl. But we'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it. Uh, yeah, so we break down Willy's Wonderland, Prisoners of a Ghost Land, and Color Out of Space. Um, and we'll kind of talk about kind of who off topic, what do we consider the masters of horror, why, and what would be a good... Uh, who could do well in the horror genre if they happen to genre, genre swap? Okay. That kind of thing. Could be actor, director, anything like that. Um... So yeah, this has been another episode of Mostly Film. I'm one of your hosts, Jonathan Recorder. joined by my beautiful co-host, J.P. Payton. But the most important thing before you forget that is that if you like us and you've had a good time today, go leave us a review. Five stars. We thrive for five, baby. Um, Give us some stars. Uh, We love you. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.